Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park podcast exclusive. Um, If you follow me over on any of my social media, you probably saw while advertising the last podcast exclusive I did, which was concerning um, Is Jesus in the Quran? I made a promise that if that episode did well, I would do a little bit more on um, Islam. Um, so here we are. Like I said, um, that podcast was on Islam, kind of, you know. We talked about, like I said, we talked about the Quran, where I answered that question, is Jesus in the Quran? Okay, now let's do, a, let's do it the other way around. Let's ask ourselves, what does the Bible say about Islam? And, you know, why did God promise great nations to both of um, Abraham's sons? Now, personally, I think that part of the confusion that most people have regarding Islam is when you think of the question, you know, how do you define that word nation? Now, we have not got to it in our main series of sermons on Genesis yet, but when we get there, you will see that it is true that God indeed promised a great nation to both of Abraham's sons, and that would be Isaac and Ishmael. But again, I asked that question, what is a nation? If you look at the Old Testament, you'll see that the word that is used for nation is a Hebrew word, and that Hebrew word is goy. I'm sorry if I butcher that, it's spelled G-O-Y. And I should say almost every time. There are five exceptions to that, okay? But the word means, if you were to look into a Bible dictionary, it means a Gentile or a heathen nation of people. When you look at Genesis chapter 17, you see a prediction. A prediction of two nations that come from Abraham as well as Sarah. And of course, this is when they're old. We of course know, right? That the first one comes from Isaac. Simple. But because, of course, you know, like I said, Abraham, uh, Isaac is the only child born to Abraham and Sarah that we're clear on. The second nation, of course, comes from Ishmael. And that would, of course, be Islam. All right. Now remember, Ishmael was Abraham's firstborn son. Not through uh, uh, Sarah, but through Hagar. And Hagar was, of course, uh, Sarah's servant. You see, it's through Abraham, you know, through his son Ishmael, that Islam claims to trace their roots. And that is how they claim themselves also to be an Abrahamic religion. Now, the Bible actually tells us in Genesis 17.20, if you were to read that with me, Genesis 17, 20, it says, 
And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. Now you might be asking yourself, where did they live? If we look at the twelve, I'm sorry, the twenty-fifth chapter of Genesis, all right, we see the names of twelve princes of Ishmael, or Islam if you prefer. The chapter tells us also where they lived. Now their names in alphabetical order are Ad Adbil, Duma, Hadar, Jeter, Keter, Kadima, Masa, Mibsam, Mishma, Nippish, Nebajath, and Tima. Now the Bible tells us that they lived in Havila. Now, as in Havila, as far as Shur, which is east of Egypt, and we'll be talking about that when we get there. And if you want to read about that, I invite you to do so. There's no problem with that, but we will eventually get to Genesis, uh, to this chapter. And that's in Genesis chapter 25, verses 12 to 18. Now, I don't know if I'd, I'll talk about this when I get there, so let's talk about it here. I read in one scriptural dictionary, okay, online, of course, <laughs> where it said, that the sons of Ishmael, all right, settled the north and the west, all right, of the Arabian Peninsula. And that they eventually went on, you know, to form the chief element of the Arab nation, those that we call the wandering Bedouins. Now, most of the Bedouins actually, they actually recognize Muhammad as their spiritual leader. Now, Muhammad, I'm sure you already know, and I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to anyway, like I always do. Muhammad is the originator of Islam. Anyway, this is probably why there is no mention of it in the Holy Writ. Most of the references call them Muslims, M-O-S-L-E-M-S, or Muhammadan, Muhammadans, <laughs> or even, yes, of course, Muslims. If we go back and we reread Genesis chapter 25, verses 20 to 24, all right, we read that, of course, after Isaac and Rebekah got married, she miraculously conceives two children who would represent two nations, all right? The older of these nation, these children, I should say, would ultimately, we're told, this is what the Bible tells us, the, 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 this is kind of a, uh, a prophecy, if you will, that the older of the two children would serve the younger. Do you remember that? We, of course, if you know, if you know the story, you know that... Um, these two nations are in Rebekah's wombs, and they are, of course, the Edomites, and they come from Esau, the older brother, and, of course, Israelites, who come from Jacob, the younger brother. 
most of the Christians in the world today, whether you, you know this or not, this might be the first time you're hearing this, are Israelites. If you study Islam, and, and yes, I, I am doing that, you should do it like I do. And that is only as a way of comparing the two. Because, brothers and sisters, there are a lot of differences in the belief systems. I don't care what people try to tell you. All right? If you're an adherent to Islam, which, by the way, that name Islam means submission to God, you are a Muslim. All right? Uh, and, and, and like we discussed last time, Islam believes that Jesus was a prophet. But they do not believe that Jesus was the Son of God who came to earth to die for the world's sins. Now, kind of how Jesus, you know, kind of how Christians have denominations, right? Most Muslims belong to two denominations. You have the Sunni, um, and that's about 80 to 90% of Muslims. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Shia, S-H-I-A. That's only about 10 to 20% of them. All right, now, if you were curious, the largest Muslim country in the world is actually Indonesia, where about 13% of all the Muslims in the world live. So that makes you wonder, doesn't it? How big is the religion of Islam? We do know that they are the second largest religion right behind Christianity. Now, when I say Christianity, I'm only, I do mean people who say that they follow the Bible. There are about 1.5 billion Muslims in the world. 2.5 million of those are in the United States. Only 31.4% of the global population considers themselves Christians. Now, this is according to the CIA fact book that I found, and it was published in 2017. But um, I'm pretty sure if, you, uh, if you're a strong Christian and you follow it and you, you look into these things, that is constantly going down, unfortunately, and it's sad. And that's one of the reasons I, I'm a strong believer that we're closer and closer to the end times. Anyway, those who believe in Islam actually comprise about 23.2% of the earth's population. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. All right. Um, this is just another little short one for you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I will possibly do more on Islam. I might do more on different ones. Um, if you're listening to this um, and you have not seen, I did post on my wall on Facebook and Twitter and Truth Social. And I don't remember if I posted it on my YouTube or not. Um, but I asked the question, would you be interested in me doing a video, or sorry, a podcast exclusive on purgatory, you know, that, that Catholic belief of purgatory, 
Um, so if that's something that you are interested in, because I have done a lot of research on it and I'm prepared to do one if that's something you're interested in, go on, you know, Facebook or Twitter or Truth Social, wherever you follow me, um, and just send me a, a message or a comment on a post and just tell me I would like to see or hear you talk about the Catholic belief of purgatory because I am prepared to do it. I think it would be fun. Um, I know it would be very just kind of like these I'm doing on Islam. It would be controversial. Um, but again, I'm doing this out of love and not out of hate. And I'm just telling you what I've researched, what I have found. Um, so God bless each and every one of you. I pray the Lord continues to bless you and keep you. And I'll see you all here again when I, when I post another one. So um, thank you and God bless you. Mm -hmm.